Hello friends, Zachary Stockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and today I'm going to talk about your higher self and how accessing your higher self, becoming more familiar with your higher self, will actually help you overcome retroactive jealousy. If you've spent any amount of time scrolling through psychology blogs, especially if they're at all somewhat new agey or they're influenced by Buddhist philosophy or in general the kind of trend of self-help that's developed over the past 20 or 30 years, chances are probably pretty good that you've encountered some idea, or at least you've encountered the, the phrase, higher self, accessing your higher self, making friends with your higher self, and acting from the place of your higher self most of the time, as opposed to acting from your lower self, as opposed to acting based on impulse and ego, accessing the part of you that is a little more grounded, a little more centered, a little more wise. Many retroactive jealousy sufferers, certainly not all, but a lot of them are struggling with the issue of whether or not their partner shares their values. And there's often a great deal of inner conflict, inner turmoil going on where the person's struggling with retroactive jealousy. And sometimes they feel like they have crystal clarity about what is actually true, you know, the reality of the situation, the fact that their partner's past isn't actually a deal breaker and they have nothing really to worry about. But then when they're in the midst of retroactive jealousy, they have moments where they completely forget you know, the other narrative where they're focused on the narrative of, you know, my partner is not suitable for me. They don't share the same values. They might hurt me in the future. I can't be secure in this relationship and on and on and on and on. One thing that a lot of people I think get wrong about me and my work is this idea that I'm out here saying that retroactive jealousy is always irrational and always, you know, the fault of the sufferer. And there's, ever, you know, there's never any problem with anyone's past. I don't say that and I don't believe that. Sometimes there is something called values-based retroactive jealousy, where the problem is genuinely based on some conflict in values between the retroactive jealousy sufferer and their partner. So for example, you know, the example I like to give is if an evangelical Christian minister is struggling with retroactive jealousy because his partner was, let's say, a former porn star, there's probably a serious gulf in values there. This is probably not irrational. This is probably not retroactive jealousy OCD straight up. There's very likely a serious conflict in values that's going to lead to a whole lot of heartbreak and complications down the road. Obviously, this is an extreme example. This is an unusual <laughs> example, but I think it illustrates the point that sometimes retroactive jealousy is not irrational. Sometimes there's a genuine conflict in values. Sometimes there are genuine red flags that we should be taking note of. But the question is, if you're struggling with this issue, if you're struggling with these questions, how the hell do you tell the difference? How can you tell the difference? How can you tell the difference between a genuine conflict in values, serious red flags that need to be taken seriously, and irrational retroactive jealousy or retroactive jealousy OCD? Retroactive jealousy that is primarily just about insecurity and perhaps OCD. It's more of a neurochemical imbalance. It's more of a product of our upbringing or our environments or external triggers or whatever. The issue is not our partner's values. The issue is really with us. How do you tell the difference if you're struggling with this question? The answer to this question in terms of how to tell the difference is not something I can sum up in a five or 10 minute YouTube video. The answer is somewhat complicated. There's a big answer to this question that can span many hours. You know, there's a reason my primary online course, Get Over Your Partners Past Fast, is many hours long because retroactive jealousy and overcoming retroactive jealousy is a pretty big issue. There's a lot of ground to cover. The benefits of investing the time and actually sorting it are really worthwhile. <laughs> in my opinion, they're well worth your time. 
But the truth is, it's sometimes difficult in these videos to be pithy and sum things up very briefly, something I'm working on, as I'm sure you can tell. But anyway, one way you can tell the difference between irrational retroactive jealousy and a genuine gulf in values and real red flags you should be taking note of is accessing what a lot of people call your higher self. In my view, you know, there's, there's different definitions of what the higher self actually means. And I don't mean to go down some, you know, really flaky and hippy-dippy hippy new age uh, tangent on you. I don't mean to do that. But in general, I associate the words higher self with the part of you that is not your ego, the voice inside of you that is not your insecure ego, the part of you that is truly wise, the part of you that is rational, the part of you that is grounded, calm, centered. Some people might want to call it your intuition. The little voice inside of you that really knows what's up. The little voice inside of you that has perspective. The little voice inside of you that doesn't get hung up on all these random little issues that might flare up our anxiety during the day. The part of you that knows the truth, for lack of a better term. So how do you know when it's your higher self talking? I think one way you can know if it's your higher self talking to you, if you can trust your higher self, is pay attention to the voice deep down, you know, emanating from your gut, the, the voice in the back of your head, however you want to call it, your intuition. Pay attention to that voice during moments when you are feeling calm, during moments when you're feeling grounded, during moments when you don't feel that fight or flight response kick in. You probably know what I'm talking about. You don't want to be trying to listen to this voice or trying to gauge what this voice is saying in the midst of an intense attack of retroactive jealousy. You don't want to be trying to gauge what this voice is saying if you're lost on some men's rights activist forum at 4 a.m., okay? This is probably not the best time to be trying to access your genuine intuition. I would say a good time to be listening to this voice and trying to pay attention to what this voice is telling you is during moments when you've had enough sleep the night before. Sleep is so important, so incredibly important. The reality is, most modern human beings, particularly most Westerners, don't get enough sleep. They don't prioritize sleep. And this has disastrous consequences for our mental health. I could list them, but it would take too long, including things like difficulty with emotional regulation, increased moodiness, increased anxiety, increased risk of serious depression, premature death. Okay, I could go on. There are many, many, many dangers associated with not getting enough sleep. Please prioritize sleep. Try to listen to this calm inner voice, your higher self, during moments when you're sober. So you don't want to be doing this when you're, you know, drunk or on drugs or not eating well. I would even include like if you went on a big sugar binge and you just ate a, a pint of ice cream. If you're trying to gauge what your real truth is, if you're trying to gauge the difference between your insecurity and your higher self, it's probably not wise to do this when you're messed up on any kind of substance, whether it's sugar, alcohol, or anything else. I would also say, try to listen to this voice. Try to listen to your intuition in this regard during moments when you're alone, when you're perhaps taking a walk by yourself, when it's quiet, when you're in a room by yourself, when there's not a lot of external distractions and you're able to think clearly and thinking calm. Above all, listen to your intuition. Listen to this voice from your gut. Try to access your higher self during moments when you're feeling calm, when you're feeling centered, when you're feeling grounded not when you're busy at work, not when you're stressed out by your kids. Moments when you're alone, when you can really take time to gather your thoughts, when you can really take time to think clearly. And pay attention to what this voice says over a period of these moments or, or over several of these moments over several days or a week. You can journal, 
you can meditate. And this is a good way to sort of keep track of what your inner self or your higher self has been telling you over a longer period of time. So my point is, if you're grappling with this question, if your partner shares your values, what is the difference between irrational retroactive jealousy and genuine red flags? Again, there's a lot of ways to get to the bottom of that question. Working with a therapist or coach, you know, an external unbiased observer, an unbiased outside perspective can be extremely useful. But if you don't want to do that, you're simply relying on yourself. Try to access that higher self, access your intuition during moments when you're feeling calm, grounded, and above all, don't make big life decisions, any kind of big life decision, whether it's related to breaking up with your partner, staying with your partner, anything else, when you're feeling stressed out, when your anxiety is elevated, when your heart rate is elevated. Try above all to access that voice when you're feeling centered, grounded, and I believe in solitude. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.